Ruffle After Dark, Poophole Loophole Edition, <laughs> KT. What's happening? I'm in on the back door. You're in on the back door. Uh, it's God, God bless it, Roto Points. <laughs> no, do not God bless Roto Points because I hate Roto Points right about now. God bless Roto Points. I was so mad because like, I thought I went to bet on on Sunday night thinking that I or Monday night whatever it was thinking I was gonna have two top four picks and then I realized that I was looking at stupid tank calendars roto points and not my own for some reason when I like I was must have been delirious or something I don't know so when I woke up and Robbie was like yeah you know KT gets a buy I was like fuck and you know who was like yeah me <laughs> some asshole because I have your number one pick Yes. And it's top four protected like I planned. It is. It is. And it will be number four. No, it won't because you're not starting that bullshit lineup. <laughs> but I, lineup... I do have a, I do have potential Fago bets based on this this proposed lineup. <laughs> I do uh I do uh yeah, this is my this is my lineup, not my proposed lineup. This it, you gotta get the rookie some some late season action. Well fine, they can they can play on the bye. They'll play the the bye in week sixteen and week seventeen. I will I will not stand for that. The commissioner will need to get activated. <laughs> Commission commissioner has some things to do anyways. Yeah. We're gonna oh, get so, to that. Yeah, who's sick in your household now? My wife. Yeah. Tiff is sick. Uh now he's like entire class had RSV. So I assume that's what that's what she had. She's still got a hell of a cough, but she's back in school. So I got a little bit of the sniffles, but I think I avoided most of it, or I haven't gotten it yet, one or the other. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking cesspool. It, it, I'm only slightly less depressed than, uh, or depressioned than. Um, <laughs> yes, depression. Uh, you can't edit podcast titles, apparently. Apparently, depression den. Yeah. I I was in the depression den last week, and now I'm in the depression den. <laughs> depression depression ain't a word, is it? No. Is it? <laughs> okay. <laughs> depression. The, the current state of having no chance of making the playoffs in your mind. <laughs> Yes, and uh, apparently uh, the Podbean app does not have spell check on the um, podcast naming uh, little entry place. So it was late, and your heart was in sleep mode. It, it yeah, it is lately. So I loved uh, Doug had a. It's like he made up for. Uh, having a couple of weeks where he didn't have as many pick funny pictures and he put them in this week. So that was great. Nice job, the, dog. The, uh, good for tank calendar. Oh my God. I'm glad he caught that. Cause that was exactly, <laughs> uh, it's wonderful. Um, the Bill Belichick head coach with the dog yes. and the windows and the windows 95 white people dancing. <clears throat> wonderful, wonderful picture references. 
So he's an, we, <laughs> my my favorite might still be at the beginning of the word. He's an angry elf. <laughs> I never. I have to admit that I I've seen enough of that movie to get like the main clips, but I've never actually sat down and watched that movie. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that we watch all the Christmas movies like all the time, you know, around this time of year. And Elf is one of them we watch multiple times, usually every year. And we haven't watched it this year, but I still remember. Like that's the, I'm pretty sure that's that part where the, um, what do you call it? Like, I mean, can you call them midgets still, or are they like vertically challenged? I, little, I little people, little people, Oompa Loompas. There's a new movie coming out. Um, but uh, one guy's like this big power editor or writer or something like that and he keeps saying stuff to him and he's he's like he's an angry elf and then the guy he's like he's like call me elf one more time and yeah so he gets his ass kicked by the little person so mm-hmm. i've seen that part maybe i have seen the entire movie anyways i i am not the world's largest will ferrell fan so that's one of the reasons why I, I, like, I like the hits. I like the hits, but I don't know. Um, the KT or the uh, the KTJE Fago Schweppes scoreboard has been updated, I and love we that. we are very close right now. And there's even a week 18 on this soda pop bet uh, sco- scorecard. So we're gonna have to have like a five minute pod in week well, 18. We always do the the week 18 like your review oh that's true we did that last year at least what are we gonna pot what are we gonna fago that week i don't know maybe like nfl bets or something i have no idea huh well we'll we'll have to see um we are at kt plus one fago at this point you're just leaking like a sieve you know, I gotta start taking it seriously again. Is what I need to do. You know, taking it serious and not having me do just horrible bets for the sake of the, the podcast. There were some real sloppy weeks for me in the middle of the season. Well, there's a few sloppy ones just la- this last two weeks for me. So that's probably true. Can you hear Nellie crying in the background? She's making a guest appearance. Yes. Okay. Well, here we are. <laughs> um, KT, it's the playoffs. 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 Yeah, we've got ourselves. We're gonna get into the playoff uh, predictions, which seem to have just dropped. Yep. Uh, and we've got, you know, obviously all the matchups, and we can talk about where we go here. Um, do we want to just go straight into the review of the? Of the uh, last week, we can do that. But let's first. Uh, what are you drinking this fine evening? I have a Summit Extra Pale Ale. Well, you're, slumming it. It. you're slumming it this week. Uh, I am. Uh, I've had a couple of of late nights lately, so we're just drinking a beer right now. And I, I've joined I've, the uh, I've joined the land of the living again, and I have a. Pineapple, lemon, coconut, uh, wild state that Robbie brought me. So, Pineapple, lemon, coconut. Yes, it is fantastic. That's way too much shit in a cider for, for this guy. Very refreshing. 
That sounds like something you should be having in the middle of the summer. It Do is. they make like dark ciders for the winter? I don't know. I've never really like. I mean, I don't know what they would add to make it dark. You know what I mean? Like, instead yeah. of Grand Smith apples, are they doing like one of those you know weird red apples? I have no idea. That sounds terrible. Um, Church. Are we gonna go to Burgers and Bottles anytime soon? Potentially. I feel like we need to do that sometime this year. We do. Absolutely, we need to. We should have done it for the goddamn... If the trade deadline wasn't on Thanksgiving... Yeah, we don't need to go there again, but that was ridiculous. All right. All right. I digress. Week 14 is in the books. Week 14... Some some games mattered a lot. Some games did not. Yep. So let's start with one that did not. <laughs> Natron versus Adrian. Uh, I mean, it went about how you thought it would, except for the fact that you know Adrian didn't score a ton of or uh, Natron didn't score a ton of points, but Adrian scored even less. So um, there's that. You know, it's been a hell of a year when I guarantee you that's like a bottom two score of Nate's entire season. Let's. Well, he had a he had a score like that against me, and he still won as well. Uh, let's see: one fourteen, one forty one, one forty four, eighty three against me, one hundred six, one thirty six, eighty four in loss against D- uh, Dougie, one twenty two, one hundred eight, ninety six, one eleven, one seventy one, one forty nine, and then eighty nine. So, okay, so bottom three. Yeah. Bottom three at 89. Yep. And fucking Maddie, spoiler alert, is now in the 95 club for two weeks. <laughs> Ouch. <Oof. laughs> Big time. <laughs> I, think, I think there might be a fun with numbers coming on that because I did tell Natron that that might be a fun topic to go down and see the lowest scores in a two-week span. Sorry, Maddie, this is not going to be a fun podcast for you. Fuck Maddie. That's going to be the title of this one. <laughs> Everybody gets one, at least one episode, you know, in the in the Chronicles where you're, it's just a, a fuck you topic. So anyways, um, Tariq did not have a good week, got hurt. That killed me in another league. Oh, yeah. we have to talk about the. We'll get to the playoffs, but I have to tell you this this fucking Cobras thing that's going on for me this week. Unbelievable. Uh, we'll get to it, but okay. it involves Tariq Hill as well. So, um, yeah, that was. I had a very very good DFS lineup on um, on Monday. Okay. For that for that two game slate. Yeah. Everybody had Tariq Hill, but. Um, him like not having a big day probably probably cost me a couple hundred bucks, which sucked. That sucks. I uh, I did a little a little uh, what do you call it? Those uh, underdog pick 'em parlays and hit on I think one or two thirty dollar ones on Monday night. So that was fun. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, kind of what we expected. I expected maybe Natron having a higher scoring game. You know, Mike Evans only getting one catch for eight yards. 
was not good, but uh, I'm sure that Nishan will use the bye week to heal up and, uh, you know, be back to his normal self in the semis. So horrible murder score from Natron. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Spoiler uh, versus you. So Brett versus JE. Uh, Brett showed signs of life, even though Tua sucked ass. Uh, Zeke was vintage Zeke. Saquon uh, had a nice two TD game. And Joku, first of his career, right? Two TD game? First two touchdown game of his career. First, uh, he only had one touchdown on the entire season. Same thing with Saquon. Did only had one touchdown on the season. It's like you just have to be fucking breathing and facing me, and it's just career, career maker. So, Brett was a little bit. He was he was feisty early in the week with his gifts that he sent me. He sent me some <laughs> some uh, Zeke gifts. Okay. Um, the one particular one was of him clapping with his tube top pulled up or whatever. You know how he does, like, <laughs> yep. he shows his gut? Yep. And he said, he's got your abs. And all I said at that point was unsubscribe. <laughs> and then he was oh. very upset that come Monday when, when we were almost tied going at halftime, he asked me if I he needed if I needed to win to make the playoffs. And I had already calculated that because Maddie had lost and uh, Dano couldn't beat me in Roto that it was I was in. So that made it better that I at least didn't have to sweat Monday Night Football. So, but yeah, he uh, lots of people wishing me good luck this week. Spoiler alert towards <laughs> my matchup. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, but Brett win. Brett just doesn't want Robbie to win, so that bald fat doesn't have more wins, uh, more championships than him. <laughs> so. um, you know, it is good that you 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 were able to back your way to the playoffs because I wouldn't want to go back to the depression den again. So, oh, there'd be a level lower than the depression den if I had. We're gonna have to start calling him Maddied because he, Maddie Maddied real hard. Yes. Um, and and lost loss in epic fashion to miss the playoffs. So, um, sorry, Maddie. This is not going to be your favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, I was just I'm more upset at the injuries that have happened on my team than I am. I mean, I still scored 107. I felt good about that. I just, you know, it's just my luck that I'm just really happy I didn't. Uh, miss the playoffs with getting a guy who scored literally like 60 points the week before to drop 122 on me. That was not, that was not fun. I don't like that. No. Um, moving on to another game that had some playoff uh, implications, myself and Robbie. Uh, I made the right call in picking up Desmond Ritter and starting him because, you know, Jared Goff, goffed. Uh, Turn your head and goff. Yep. Uh, Ritter, you know, all scored fields. Uh, that's about where the good news is. I mean, I guess Gibbs had 16 points. He had a, an electric, nice, you know, touchdown run in that game. But it was a tough start with Najee and uh, Jalen Warren kind of shooting the bed for me. And then Justin Jefferson getting internal bleeding uh, and leaving that ugly Vikings-Las Vegas 3 nothing game. 
I watched nearly all of that game, and I just got more upset, more sick to my stomach every moment. Like, I felt ill. It was just a punt fest. It was ugly. So, uh, but yeah, so Robbie, you know, Fields had a good game. Javante scored for the first time probably, all, I think it was like all year, or same kind of thing. Brees Hall hasn't done a whole lot. And he has eight for 86 and a touchdown. HN was, you know, a little lower. Stefan Diggs has been gross since Robbie's gotten, he had one good week against Philly, but other than that, he's been five, five, five. Like, that's not going to win you in the playoffs, Robbie. Uh, Ayuk's been just a stud all year for the most part. And, uh, Rashi Rice has been coming on, so hopefully he can pick up the slack for when Mr. Stefan digs because, yeah, that's not been good. So uh, congrats to Robbie for getting the uh, the number two seed. Yep. Bald fat, but yes, congratulations on your two seed. Uh, Jimmy continued his hot streak, putting up 119. Uh, not quite doling up Baker, if I'm doing math right, but close enough, right? Uh, Baker, yeah. like Preston Mahomes has had, I think, one, maybe two QB1 performances all season. He just has not been been that guy this year. Jerome Ford, steady Eddie, puts up, you know, like 10, 11, or 12 points every week, but nothing more, nothing less. Like, you basically can count on him getting, getting you 10. Uh, Damian Pierce is not what he was last year at all, even after coming back from injury. Uh, Deontay has scored now in what, like two straight weeks after not scoring for like 50 seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Waddle's so frustrating because the dude has so much talent, but Tyreek has been just unreal this year. So he doesn't quite, I mean, he, he, since the bye, he's seen eight targets in every game, which is great, but he put up over a hundred one week, but it just, he's not getting the, he's not getting the touchdowns. Uh, so that's going to be a little frustrating. Jordan Addison wasn't able to do anything, you know, with uh, Dobbs for most of the game. And then, uh, you know, Nick Mullins came in and breathed a little life into that offense. And uh, Kyle Pitts is, you know, he scored a touchdown against, you know, showing that he's not terrible, I guess, but he's still not good. Has there been a bigger fall from grace than the, uh, the, the whole Dobbs thing? Yeah, he was like, well, like, Everywhere he goes, he's good for like two or three weeks until he learns the playbook. It's weird. Like when he plays like street ball, he's awesome. And then he learns the playbook and he sucks. I don't get it. It's because he's bad. Well, that's too. Um, Jimmy, you know, putting up 120 with Jalen Hurts basically shitting the bed, only getting nine points uh, is good for him, terrifying for the league a little bit. Um, I know Dave was a little disappointed when he found out there. He forgot that. Uh, the third division winner doesn't automatically get the, the three seed that goes to the roll of points after that, right? You know, well, let me tell you that Jimmy was really happy. <laughs> yeah. He was not looking forward to facing Doug in the first round. He was right. He, he was already bitching to me about it, and I was like, well, at least I get to face Dave. Chip cheering a chance, right? He yep. just lost – he just lost uh, – uh, Ramondre, and then I'm, I'm like, nope, gonna face Doug, and my entire team is hurt. So, see you at the auction. Other than that, how was the play? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Well, yeah, so, you know, Jimmy's team's looking solid. James Cook, since they made that coordinator change, is actually – he hasn't put up a ton of rushing yards, but his target share and his, his catches has gone way up, which is nice. Uh, Cooper Cup might be getting a little more healthy. He's kind of starting to get a little bit more life. A.J. Brown didn't score, but he's still, you know, catching a crap ton of balls. Debo has just been on fire. Yeah. Uh, since the bye week for the most part. I mean, Tampa wasn't great for him, but every, every other game has pretty much been just domination. So, uh, yeah, if, uh, if he can get a tight end, if Jimmy can figure out a tight end situation, he'd be, he'll be solid. So, Moving on to Wolf. Uh, Maddie got tripled. He got tripled up. Exactly, tripled up. I can't wait till we get to the waiver wire. I just can't. <laughs> okay. I can't wait. Well, and I mean, so Maddie's spoiler thing. alert. Yeah, <laughs> he's Maddie. got a real bad run of injuries and shit and quarterbacks and yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, you know, bless him for you know making that trade to try and go all in with uh, you know um, getting Jonathan Taylor and. Uh, but then, you know, Jonathan Taylor gets hurt again. So um, getting Kittle, who actually, you know, he scored again, right? So Kittle's been okay. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of taken a turn for the worse for Maddie, unfortunately, losing Herbert to that fractured finger. And, oh, yeah, I mean, he got a zero from Noah Brown. Just not good. And Dave had a fantastic week, even with Nico Collins getting hurt on his one reception that he had leaving the game, Evan Ingram didn't score all season. And then the last two weeks is on fire. Uh, what a ridiculous blow up at the end of this season he is having. Yeah. So it's crazy. Let's hope he, let's hope he can keep it going this week. Um, <laughs> DJ Moore, you know, with uh, Fields has been awesome. Hopkins with uh, – I, I sent I sent Natron I sent Natron a screenshot this week, mm-hmm. and and it was of DJ Moore's box score. Okay, you know our our like the the week by week by week. Yep. And and I said without like I know you know, but without without looking into it too hard, can you figure out exactly when I traded DJ Moore away? <laughs> and it was after he went. Eight points, eleven points, seven points, five points, eight points. Trade him away. Nineteen, eighteen, twenty-four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the same thing could be said about me and Jalen Warren, right? Like when I got him, he had yeah. gone, he'd gone twelve, eighteen, twenty-two, and then I get him, and he goes seven, six, six. So, yeah, yeah, it's the reverse mush. Yep. Um, Derrick Henry's been great. I think it was that. It's three straight weeks that he's had two rushing touchdowns, right? So, I mean, Dave obviously wanted him for a reason, right? So, down this home stretch, and he's doing exactly what, what Dave uh, what Dave had hoped for. So, And for the most part, except for one dud, so is DeAndre Hopkins that he overpaid the fuck out of for. Yeah. Dave's so. got this Dave's got this degaff attitude, and he just doesn't give a single fuck. He's like, we're not playing we're not playing Dynasty football. We're just playing single season and then I get some guys I get to keep. <laughs> yeah, he's got a mix of vets and some young guys, right? Trying to flip over full, but I know, but if you look back at some of those moves, they just don't Oh make yeah. Sense. You know, they're they're like rental 
they're they're trading dynasty assets for rentals at a similar yeah. value. Yeah. Anyways, we don't need to get into it. it it's working out. Yeah. And then the uh, the game heard around the world, right? So Dano taking down Doug to force Doug to at least play, you know, one extra week, right? So, uh, you know. And you gave me 14 and a half points. <laughs> the spread on that Fago. I, oh, I should have taken the money line for three to one Fago odds. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Duck had a solid week, you know, 94 points is, is all right. But uh, everything Daniel touched last week turned to gold with Baker and Eckler and Rashad White, who's just been kind of like, I don't want to say like uh, McCaffrey light in the second half of the, after the bye, but he's been kind of McCaffrey light a little bit, like just solid every week. So just tons of opportunities too. They're just force feeding in the freaking ball. Did not have that on my Bengal card for this year, but uh, he's nope. yeah, from a rush from a Russian perspective, he hasn't looked the best all year. But uh, catching the ball, he's been he's been very solid. So uh, Bijan yeah. is, I think Bijan's in that phase now, or the part of the schedule where he'll kind of dominate for the next couple weeks at least. So that'll be good for Dano, as I predict him to be back to back number one picks. Spoiler alert. Uh, having missed the playoffs on the uh, on the rotal points. so That'll probably make sense. It'll be a one-player draft, Dan, like last year, um, or like this year's draft was. And uh, not that it's not gotten some good players out of it, but, you know, it's the Bijan space. Everybody. You know, and, you know, everybody else. And I know Gibbs has turned out really well, and it kind of turned into, like, Bijan tear break, Gibbs tear break, everything else, you know? Yep. Um, but it'll be Dano with a one and then tear break, everything else, you know, because of people staying in school and shit. The, the, the NIL deals are just fucking insane. They, people don't even need to go pro anymore. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so he's kind of firing all cylinders. Michael Pittman's been just solid all year. Had another great week. Isaiah likely filled in the tight end that he didn't need to get and actually scored well in the week we needed him to score well. So that was awesome. Um, I didn't like that. No, he's got four quarterbacks on his roster for some reason, but um, and three tight ends. You know, one QB league, but you know. <laughs> Um, and he's not even running fucking 12-man personnel either. No. Just a bunch of dudes on the bench stacked up with clipboards. <laughs> <laughs> Just un- unnecessary roster clogging. So, yeah. Even tight end universities, like, that's a lot of tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> so... That wraps it up. We got number one. Oh, also, that was a wonderful Fago. It will taste wonderful. <laughs> um, you might need to you might need to cater the Fagos to the party by the end of this. I could. Um, so we've got first round buys: Natron and Robbie. Good work, gentlemen. The uh, 
three seed is Doug, of which we'll talk about Dave and Jimmy and myself in the winner's bracket. And then on the old loser side, we've got ourselves Mr. KT and Mr. Baker on by. Don't Shake My Fago, which is one of my more favorite names. Uh, Dano versus Adrian. Um, Go Adrian. And uh, Maddie versus Fuck Brett, which I think we're hoping ends in a 40-40 tie. <laughs> uh. And the tiebreaker is one of the 12-man personnel. Nope, that's the wrong team. Damn it. Well, we'll get there. Um, transactions or waiver wire? Is that where we're going now? Yep, waiver wire. Skip the standings. We didn't need to talk about that at all. Nope. We just kind of went over the standings essentially, right? So, yeah. Yeah, so I picked up my boy Tucker Craft again and released uh, Tyler Conklin. Jimmy picked up Logan Thomas again who is the only player that had multiple bids on him this week. And then Maddie to uh, try and salvage his quarterback situation, picked up uh, one Tommy DeVito and one Zach Wilson. And do you know the other significance about those two players? They other than they, other than they suck. They both play in New York. What? They were named. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> AFC and yeah, NFC play, players, players of the week. Yes, they were players of the week. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking ridiculous is that? Oh, it was like Ian Hardis or something that was like, yeah, I definitely didn't have this on my bingo card. Or I was like, you know, we're living in like an alternate universe type of tweet. I forget the exact tweet, but it was, it was along those lines. You know, think about that in a vacuum. Like, don't put the names on it right now. Playoff week one waiver wire. Uh, Maddie was able to pick up the reigning, the two reigning, uh, def, you know, AFC and NFC players of the week were picked up by Maddie entering the playoffs. Now they just happen to be Tommy Cutlets and Zach <laughs> and Zach Wilson. Uh, but yeah, I, that, that's going to be an interesting call. Who's he going to start? I didn't look at the, at the 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 matchup yet to find out who he's actually starting. I mean, well, I don't know. I would like to I see assume it. DeVito because he's got rushing upside. Well, yeah, DeVito's at New Orleans and Wilson's at Miami. Oh boy. Ugh. DeVito Yuck. put up I don't, I, don't, I don't want either. <laughs> I picked neither, Bob. Yeah. Um All right, those are our moves. Um Oh, this is, I guess this is probably just the time to, to talk about the Cobras League super fast. So let me pull this up. So I made the playoffs. I'm the defending champion. I'm just riddled with fucking injury. Um, obviously, I had Chubb go down earlier in the year. But I just lost um, uh, Herbert and Keenan Allen. And here's who I'm playing. I'm playing Nate Lutmer, who has CeeDee Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Chris Olave, and Stephon Diggs. 
which is just i know we can keep dudes and it's it's you know it's really hard to acquire that shit but like i know Diggs has been kind of shitty but that's still kind of floor ridiculous and then he has Kyron williams and russell wilson and he uh he gets to throw either aaron jones or ty chandler in his lineup and i'm just down a bunch of fucking dudes i'm gonna lose so hard <laughs> just ravaged by injuries I got Mr. Mr. 11 points, Jerome Ford. And was it, wasn't it him that tried to pick up Stafford too, but you put $10 on Stafford and he only put seven? Or no, he put 10 as well, but you had the lower seed. You were the lower seed versus him? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think that's what it was. Otherwise, I know, you... I, I, know I switched that all up yesterday when Stafford went on IR because I was just going to drop somebody else. Oh, you mean Herbert? Oh, that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you, you would have had to pick up Levis or Nick Mullins or... I probably would have played Levis, to be perfectly honest. Or Nick Mullins or Tommy Cutlet. Jake Browning is available. I Actually, I probably would have picked him up. Yeah. At home against the Vikes. That is a, uh, I don't know. I, I probably would have picked Levis. I don't know. Upside. Thank God I don't have to. Thank God I get to play. Oh, thank God I get to play Matt Stafford. Whatever. That's a sentence I didn't think I was going to say. But <laughs> No. Herbert's been ugly all year, so at least there's a chip chair and a chance there. So That's your Cobras League update. KT, how's your last place team? Which one? Are you gonna get the, Are you gonna get the pink bat? I should. You definitely should. Although I won my last two weeks and put up some okay numbers. You know, pry the pink bat out of Jensen's hands. So Who, I, have uh, fa- I have faith in you. I was gonna look to see. I don't know. I mean, uh, Mister Gabe McDonald as well. We had the same record by at the end of the year. So. Well, and his roster looks about like mine. Not great. Just a bunch of young guys for the most part. So I just want to eat the pizza that you buy for next year's draft because, you know, you normally not that we have had a real draft in a couple of years, but you know how you know how to get good pizza. We don't have to eat that bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We have ourselves kind of a shortened edition in terms of predictions so yeah there's um, only, because only, there's only a couple games going on yeah only what four games three games four, four matchups yeah there's a find some fago here yeah because robbie and robbie and one got a buy so the first matchup is you versus doug do you want to go over robbie's predictions here first oh yeah let's do that real quick yeah that's a good yeah. idea so, Robbie has, and, and I haven't even seen this yet because it just got released, but Dan comes up big to keep uh, Doug from getting the first round by. Um, that's what happened last year. Uh, it's what allowed Doug to win it all. It'd be nice if I could pull it out. Everybody's sending me well wishes, <laughs> but I don't think anybody fucking thinks I'm actually going to win, so. Uh, he thinks I lose by 15. Um, 
He thinks Jimmy is going to beat Dave. Dave responded big and traded away some of his locker room cancer. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, he's, Dan, got, he's got Jim wins, though. Yep. Yeah, Jim wins. He's got uh, Adrian versus Dano, and he takes the takes the dig and says Dan wins. It's going to be short. It's not quite the who cares bracket yet, but um, yeah. And then Brett versus Maddie. Maddie is in a rough spot. Has Maddie been on the uh, the Jim Mora playoffs trophy yet? I, I'm not sure. He's. I think uh, he's. He's got to be the odds-on favorite at this point, though, right? Oh, he has to be. It's woof. Um, just a bad spot. Maddie's looking forward to either the auction or the draft. <laughs> you know. So I think I'm gonna go full heel and just start rooting for Doug to for the auction. No, I I, I can't. Auction summers suck. <laughs> There's no action. Anyways. I mean, we all love auction drafting. I know that. Like, we love drafting, period. But a uh, summer with no trades is just, uh, it's just not as good. Especially when you when you have the number four pick. No, I'm telling you, if I if, if you get hot and you get in that championship game, uh, for the for the number one pick, and Dougie's still alive. I'll go to Vegas and put my mortgage down on Doug to win the 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 title because you because <laughs> you're gonna win the number one pick for me for the third iteration where I don't get to use it. Well, I, you know, set it set it and forget it to that one. Ron Popeil, that fucking thing starting, uh, where where we are absolutely locked into the number one pick and the the league resets. So. All right, let's go. Let's go through this scoreboard. Okay. I would like to propose the following statement um, as a Fago bet. Okay. <clears throat> if we keep the lineups the same as what they are right now. Okay. I think the combined score of KT and Baker will not hit Natron. I'm looking. Hold on. Combined score of me and Baker will not outscore Natron. Natron. By himself. By himself. Uh, let's see. I just want to see, like, Jerome Ford might not play. Damian Pierce sucks. Well, yeah. you have to start a valid lineup. I know. I'm just saying, like, Deontay Johnson might not play because he missed practice. Um, I mean, what, if I'm talking, giving you two teams added together versus one team. I, I understand this. When you say valid lineup, right? Like, if Kenny McIntosh is inactive, do I have to replace him with a valid player? I don't know. You made your bed. You've got fucking lying it, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> then I'm gonna if keep... he's out, then you got to put a fucking guy in. Well, if you, your shittiest player. <laughs> well, but I have, I have my well, who would you call my shittiest, shittiest running back out of? At this sure. point, Jalen Warren. 
Okay. So if 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 McIntosh or Abenic- it goes Pittsburgh running backs, then everyone else. Okay. <laughs> so if if those guys are both inactive, if they're both inactive, which means I have to play somebody else because they're not, they're, I would get fined in a normal situation, right? I'd have to replace them with somebody else. Jesus, this is getting fucking messy, man. I know. I'm just. I want to make sure we're clear on the parameters. Screw it. Setting too many fucking parameters here. Let's have some fun. Uh, I think that Baker and I will outscore Natron this week. All right. I think Natron will outscore the combination of you two fuckers. Put it on the board. See, this is me getting sloppy with my bets again, just so you can tie it up. But that's a that's a pretty bold. You know, you guys are probably still going to score one. 30 to combine. I won't score 30. So unless Baker puts up 100. No, Natron just scored 89. He has no reason to... His team doesn't even need to care this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to the first real game. <laughs> Me versus Dougie. Uh, let's see here. I mean, Trevor Lawrence against Baltimore... Uh, you know, that, that's good for you. <laughs> McCaffrey against Arizona is terrible for you. Yeah, but he's only going to play a half. Well, he put up 45 points in the first game against them. Yeah, he's only going to play a half. He'll yeah. probably still score 45 points. I was going to say, he'll still, he'll still put up 45. Uh, Zach Moss against Pittsburgh is kind of a neutral. Yeah, my, butt, my butt cheeks are going to be a little clenched for McCaffrey. Uh, but he, the game might be over by then anyways. So. Yeah. ETN against Baltimore is not good for him. Stevie Lamb against Buffalo is not good for you. Jamar Chase against Minnesota is, let's just call it a neutral matchup. Puka against Washington is terrible for you. Uh, Goddard and Seattle is a neutral. So um, you got a couple terrible matchups in there and some neutrals. So that's good. But then uh, we get to your duct tape lineup. Uh, Lamar against Jacksonville. I like that for you. Josh Jacobs might not play. Probably won't. If he doesn't, even if he does, the Chargers have been, I mean, I guess they've been a little worse against the run lately, but um, if he doesn't, you got Aaron Jones against Tampa, which is, or sorry, Agent Dillon against Tampa probably, which isn't great because Tampa's been fairly solid against the run. J.J. Swift, I think, is in a bounce back spot this week against Seattle. Olave has an ankle. If he does play, uh, Giants have been just okay against the pass. Uh, if he doesn't play, you, I, I threw up in my mouth a little bit because uh, your options are terrible. Um, be, I'll be Green Bay Packers stacking, um, which I don't like at all. Even if Aaron, but if that's that's assuming Aaron Jones plays, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hope some news breaks so on something so I can. Figure out if I can play Jerry Jones. <laughs> I just threw up in my mouth saying I played Jerry Judy. <laughs> Saturday night. Oh my God. Why is there games on Saturday right now? Yep. Uh, let's see here. Garrett Wilson against Miami. I mean, they've been better against the pass. You know, they got Jalen. They had a terrible matchup in the rain, and they still force-fed the absolute Fayok out of him. So he is essentially, with Zach Wilson, completely 
and I will jinx myself in saying this, but he is volume safe. He'll be fine. And then uh, Odell Beckham's got to go. Oh, wait, I mean, Zay Flowers has an okay matchup. Um, Jaden Reed's got a great matchup, and Turd Ferguson's got an okay matchup. So, uh, you know, they've got this spread, you know, with you at 19 and a half. I think that's a little aggressive. I still think Doug's going to win, unfortunately, but I think it'll be closer than the 19 and a half. I'm getting my speech out. All right, here we are. You are about to embark on the great crusade towards which we have uh, we have uh, striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. The hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere march with you. In company with our brave allies and brothers in arms on other fronts, you will bring about the destruction of this infinity gauntlet war machine, the elimination of Amsden tyranny over the oppressed people of Ruffle, and the security of uh, for ourselves in a free world. Dwight Eisenhower. That is the that is the pre D Day invasion speech, <laughs> slightly modified. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we're gonna have some casualties, but hopefully we can. We can, um, you know, I used to do the uh, the uh, Captain Andrew Luck little posts yeah. back in the in the Andrew Luck days, and now I've got the pregame speeches. So at least I have a thing. But I don't know. I mean, I Keenan Allen at least being ruled out early enough to like not have to worry that some guy named hockey stick is going to throw him the football or not on a ho- on a hobbled heel. So it's not the, not the worst. I at least can put Jaden Reed in my lineup. Yep. Um, and then I don't know. I, my guys have upside, but I don't think I, I, I think we're going to sweat it in another week, but it'd be pretty cool to knock Dougie off. Um, at least I got 50 bucks for making the playoffs. Normally I'm net negative at the end of the year. So uh, <laughs> at least I won't have to see minus 200 on the old ledger sheet at the, uh, the packet day. So yep. if I, if I beat Dougie, it's a, it's a, it's an, at least an even year. So that, that would be nice, but we shall see. I, uh, I can only hope my soldiers fight the good fight. Dave versus Jimmy. KT, take it away. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson at Detroit. Uh, Detroit's defense has been pretty leaky since the bye week. So I think there's potential for Wilson. Henry, you know, we kind of well advertise what he does against Houston historically. So he's potentially in for a huge day. Uh, Singletary's kind of taken over that backfield a little bit. Uh, Hopkins, you know, t- Tennessee's or uh, Houston's past defense is been okay. DJ Moore has been pretty good, even though he's in a bad spot. Uh, I still think he'll have an okay game. Nico's pushing to play. If he can't play, then you're looking at Josh Downs or James Conner against San Francisco, which I don't love. So uh, hopefully Nico gets well enough to be able to play. Romeo Dobbs against Tampa could be 
could be one of those two TD games from Dobbs. Evan Ingram uh, has been doing really well in, in good matchups and have to have another, or in bad matchups, I should say. And so hopefully he can continue that trend. Um, you know, on the other side with Jimmy, you've got Jalen Hurts in a you know good spot on Monday night against Seattle. Kamara on a good spot against the Jets. James Cook, uh, you know, a little bit tougher spot against Dallas, but he's been seeing a lot of passes out of the backfield. I don't think Pacheco's going to play, so he'll have to sub in somebody like Ty Chandler or Elijah Moore, maybe T. Higgins. Uh, if, he, if he's got to do that, I don't really love any of them. Um, they could spike. You never know. Uh, Cooper Cup is in a great spot. AJ Brown. He's going to make some decisions, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Because uh, his other options are all Saturday games. Yep. You know, and then uh, AJ Brown, you know, should have a solid matchup or a solid game. I, I know some of Seattle's cornerbacks have been playing better recently, so it could be a little bit tougher. Uh, Debo was just in a crazy smash spot again against Arizona. And then I don't know if he plays Dalton Schultz against Tennessee or if he'll play Logan Thomas against the Rams, who are – have been like, like I think the worst team against tight ends all year. So uh, I think this one will be close. You know, I kind of want to flip a coin here. I, I think Dave sneaks one out. Honestly, I think Dave sneaks one out. Um, try not to jinx Jimmy because <clears throat> yeah. I I think Jimmy has some uh, take down the uh, the emperor potential in him. Um, if it gets to that, um, I do think it's going to be close. I think it's probably going to be like low, low hundreds. Uh, I'm going to say like a, like a 105, 102 Monday night football win for Jimmy is what I'm, is what I'm predicting. Um, yeah, I think Pacheco is going to miss, but I, I don't know if Collins plays. I think that's almost a wash and I like upside the upside of um, Hertz kind of on a bounce back after kind of a dud um, on a night football, Seattle, blech, some high over unders there. Um, I don't like James Cook against uh, Dallas. No running back against Dallas ever does really fucking anything. But we got a big Houston, Tennessee stack there on the other side. So I guess you better hope that that 38 under. Dave is is it hits the over, so you might as well bitch hedge that one. Find your local bookie and bet the under. That way you always win. So, yep, I'll take uh, I'll take Jimmy in a close one. I think Dave is going to win this matchup. I think Jimmy is going to win this matchup. Put it on the board. I think that was a Zorpy put it on the board, but yeah. I think we, we got it. So We got it. Dos Fagos on the line. Yeah. You know, you're going to take the lead after this week, just as an FYI. But uh... Good. I'm thirsty for Fago. <laughs> 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 I like grape is my favorite Fago flavor. So let's go. Grape drink. Um, all right. KT, Dano, and Adrian. Um, I mean, there's probably not a lot to say here. I mean, Dano, I mean, yeah, I mean, Eckler with, uh, against a bad Las Vegas defense with no Keenan Allen, he might catch 500 balls. 
yeah. or get like 500 carries or a combination thereof. Uh, Rashad White against Green Bay is just going to dominate. Bijan against Carolina is going to dominate. Uh, Metcalf against Philly's secondary will probably be solid. Brandon Cooks should be okay. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. may or, I mean, they could throw that rookie DB on him and maybe he won't have as big of a day. I think likely has a big day, though. Um, Adrian, you know, Josh Allen against Dallas will be a tough matchup. Uh, Chuba's been getting all the carries, but Atlanta's been pretty good against running backs. Uh, Philly's a terrible matchup for Kenneth Walker. Cortland Sutton might be his, you know, his one ray of hope. You know, Jacoby Myers against the Chargers, you know, could do okay, especially with uh, Devonta Adams, you know, sick. Um, Alec Pierce and Jonathan Mingo, gross. I feel from my mouth. And then Komet against Cleveland, tough matchup. So, um, Adrian, I know you're not listening, but you know maybe you should look at throwing uh, in one Antonio Gibson into your lineup over Alec Pierce and. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Maybe put the dance Foreman instead of Jonathan Mingo. But uh, yeah, I got uh, I got Daniel winning this one handily. Same. Moving on. Um, Maddie versus Brett. I mean, no quarterback selected yet. Sweating it out, doing, looking at the tape. Maddie in the in the film room trying to make a decision on his starting quarterback. Uh, I mean, against what will what will his team name be this week? I don't know, but I don't know if I don't know if Maddie gets to fifty again. So there's that, based on his players and matchups. Um, Baltimore for St. Jones. Terry McLaurin at the Rams. I'm on Raw against, I mean, he's at home at least, but against Denver. I mean, Kittle against Arizona is the, probably the one bright spot. So, uh, I, I, Brett, I mean. I think Brett playing the hedge bet because he's got Samuel and McLaurin on the other side. So he's playing Sam Howell. That's a smart little bitch hedge. It's interesting. I mean, because if, if, they have bad games, you know, that's Howell's going to have a bad game. But, I mean, when your other team's quarterbacks either Tommy Cutlets or Zach Wilson, do you really care that much? So. <laughs> uh, team quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't see a, a scenario where – I mean, no no tiebreaker selected either. Well, just, I'm sweat, sure. just sweating it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I will say that, I mean, Brett's matchups aren't stupendous either. I mean, Sam Howell on the Rams isn't great. Zeke against Kansas City is not great. Barkley against New Orleans is not fantastic. Pollard and Buffalo is not, you know, not a great positive matchup. I mean, Devonta Adams against the Chargers. I'm I'm assuming he'll play with the sickness, but will it be himself? Uh, Lockett against Phillies is is a solid one, but uh, Calvin Ridley against Baltimore is not the greatest. And then Njoku, uh, Cleveland's defense has been playing really well. So, I mean, I could see this one being like a, you Chicago's know, Chicago's defense. Yeah, sorry, thank you, Chicago's defense. Like an eighty-one to you know forty-eight win for for Brett this week. Woof. Yeah. I think the uh, the thirty four and a half spread. 
That's about that's about accurate. But I, I still think it's like tops out at like an eighty-eight point total from from Brett. I mean, he just scored one twenty-two on me, so it can happen again. But you know, there's that. I I think it. Tommy Cutlets or Zach Wilson aren't going to matter too much. No. So. All right. KT, you versus Baker in a game that isn't really a game, and you're going to start that. I love it. <laughs> we already did the Fago bet, so we don't need to talk anymore about this stuff. But well, I, I, I just mean, think it's I think it's funny. Well, this is my lineup for the rest of the year, so get used to it. When you beat Josh Baker this week with this lineup, I'm going to laugh really hard. <laughs> oh, yuck. Ugh. You know, like, what's funny is I can see a way that he doesn't score. Like, all these games are really low total. Yep. Every one of them. And and the one that has a high total is Jameson fucking Williams who could dud out too. So it's very possible he could score not many points as well. As well but I mean, my two... Well, I, I'm just going to watch Malik Heath and Tucker Craft catch two touchdowns apiece. Jalen Hyatt go for like 140 on six catches or five catches or something like that. Parker Washington has been playing really well, hasn't he? He has, yeah. He scored yeah. the two weeks he's been active. He scored two touchdowns. Kenny McIntosh is not a real human. I think he's been. I'm, active. I'm fairly sure he's not actually real. Well, I think he's been inactive every week. So yeah, he was been a healthy scratch. I think. So, so Jalen Warren will finally come off the Schneid and run all the way through Denver, like, like Denver got ripped apart by Miami's running backs. When you have to start both of them and they go for 80 points between the two of them, my Fagos will be lost, but I will be so happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I will say that Abanacanda has been, has been active. So Correct. Yep. yep. So. Well, when, when fine, when Jalen Warren scores 45 points against Denver, I'll be so happy. So, yep, that's. That's it for the first week predictions of the playoffs. Best of luck to everybody except for Doug. So there's only one thing left to say then, I guess, right? Yeah. Fuck Doug. Fuck Doug.